So not too long ago, I held this workshop at WPPI where I gave my top 30 creative strategies to get photography clients as fast as possible without paid ads. And it killed it. It sold out. It was incredible. I've been sitting on it for a little while and I've decided to bring it back, to bring it back and to give it directly to you. You don't have to go anywhere. You don't have to pay anything either. I just want to help you grow your business each day for three days. I'm going to share with you 10 ultra unique creative ways to attract dream clients to your photography business without spending a bunch of money. I'm calling this thing the three day client blitz and it is pure gold for three days. I'm going to give you so many creative ideas to get clients in your business right now. Just go to sixfigurephotography.com forward slash blitz six S I X six figure photography.com forward slash blitz b l i t z i can't wait to give you some incredible ideas hey you are listening to the six figure photography podcast with ben hartley and rachel grime Each week, a new episode will air to help you grow your business by winning more bookings, maximizing profits, and breaking through your limiting beliefs. Today, we're talking about the three must-haves for the ultimate client experience. Uh, We're going to go high level, and then we're going to chunk these down into how they show up in your business. But this is such a good time to be talking about this. Mm -hmm. Uh, We are heading into... uh, You know, we're heading into this... I would call it a reset season... Um, And listen, not everyone's there right now. Some people are still wrapping up like Christmas sessions. Maybe you're you're getting a bunch of uh, consultations in for next year's weddings. Um, But this is kind of the time that I would encourage the the photography community to be looking at their their systems, their processes, um, their client experience, uh, all the touch points that they have. And just just do an audit, do a little recalibration. And so that's why I wanted to have this conversation today because I think it's a, it's the perfect uh, it's the perfect time for it. What do you think, Rachel? Absolutely. I always say that December is the time to reflect and plan. It's not necessarily a time to take action on making big changes in your business, but it's time to set up a plan because I feel like there is this lull between when photographers finish all their editing from busy season and then they celebrate the holidays and then they come back to their desks on January 1st or 2nd, whenever, and they're like, oh no, I didn't make a plan for this downtime. And then it's like paralyzed by the options in front of them. Mm -hmm. So December is for just brainstorming about what you want to do when you have the time, not necessarily taking huge action steps toward it. And this is my favorite time to do that between the two holidays. So we've hit the nail on the head is what I'm trying to say, Ben. Are you a, are you like a getaway and plan kind of a gal? Like I know some entrepreneurs, like they, they, they wait, they do a little trip. They do like a little like, you know, I'm just going to get away, spend a weekend kind of focusing on the planning, the big dream of the business and and work through all that. Do you do Mm -hmm. that or is life does not allow for that kind of thing? Life does not allow because my kids are so little. Um, And if I'm going to ask my husband to have my kids for the weekend, I'm going I'm going to have fun. <laughs> You're going streaking. Got it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, I'm not going to a cabin in the woods to journal. Okay. That's just not a really? reality was, right uh, now. <laughs> what, what would be, what would be Rachel's like, what would be the thing that you'd be up the to? The fun thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I would just like probably go on a girl's trip to yeah. the beach with my friends. Some are warm because yep. it's freezing, but I am that person. Like I love to do that. I usually, I have a friend who's very good at asking questions and she always sends me a list of like 40 questions to reflect back on the year, mm. both personally and professionally. So I try to hand write my answers to those in a coffee shop one morning. So Ooh. that's my version of like getting away. I like that. Um, and it, a lot of it is centered around like what worked, what didn't, what do I want to do more of? What do I want to do less of? Mm. Um, if I could change one thing, what would it be? That kind of thing. Where do I see myself in three, six, nine, 12 months? Yeah. Um, so that's like about as intense as I can get right now, but it still is such a valuable thing for me to do. And it always spurs some really good ideas for new things that I want to offer and tweaks that I want to make. And honestly, they always center around client experience. They always center around not just what I want to accomplish, but what I'm seeing my clients desire more or less of mm. and what would make their lives better. It's a mutually beneficial change usually. Yeah. Um, so do you get away for the weekend? No, I mean, I mean, I haven't yet. I, you know, <laughs> yeah. I haven't yet, but I, as I, we were just talking about it, I was like, yeah, that, that sounds nice. And my version of like getting away is exactly that though. Like to mm -hmm. me, that would be the most fun thing in the world is just to right, yeah. sit down sans kids coffee and just brainstorm and dream and stuff. Like I'm very vision. It would be a little bit more fun to go on a fun vacation with your wife. No. I, yeah, of course. But you do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I do that all the time. Like I do that yeah, every year, yeah, you know, I do yeah. that every year. So this would be something yeah. that, you know, well, uh, so there's these 40 questions. Do you think we could maybe do like a podcast or something around some of these yeah, questions? Maybe totally. Just as we're I, mean, in I also, ask really good questions. I can come up with them as well. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. 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 I think we should, I think we should do like a, a, a series of questions that the, that the community okay. could kind of Let's check do in with. it for our last podcast of the year. So people can get ready for the new year. Okay. Sounds yeah. Sounds gravy. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, hey, let, I just let's don't like in. asking myself the questions, you know, it's hard to like it brainstorm for yourself. Yeah. Not on air either. You know, like you yeah. need, you, yeah, you need to just, and you need to like, just let it start flowing, like hand, pencil, paper, just yes. like, and then stuff starts to emerge, you know? So mm -hmm. yeah, I totally get that. All right. Well, yeah. three must haves for the ultimate client experience. Um, so the, the first thing, uh, photographers that makes for an absolute incredible client experience. And, uh, I'll start with the concept and then we're going to start to kind of pull it out, expand upon it. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think this is probably the number one thing. This is in order. Number one. If you want to give your clients a, an incredible client experience, you need to have empathy. And this shows up uh, so many ways. But when I say empathy, I mean, you, you need to uh, really recognize and be able to, to fully emerge yourself in your client's shoes at all times. Like before they purchase from you, while they're working with you, what are the questions? What are the doubts? What are the fears? What are the anxieties? What are the pain points? What are all of the things that are going through their head? If you're able to actually empathize with that, to actually like feel what that feels like, it allows you to craft solutions to all of these things. What do you think of Rachel? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm just thinking about <laughs> photographers who are on the, in the beginning of their journey, you know, maybe they haven't worked with a lot of clients yet and they're just thinking, I'll take anybody I can get. What are you mm -hmm. talking about, Ben? Like, I don't know what my specific people want. Everybody just wants photos for their wedding or for their senior portraits or whatever. And what Ben is talking about is so important. And the quicker you can learn that in business, the better you're going to get at it. And the more people are going to value you because you want 
to get into their heads in a very specific way. People don't just want wedding photos. They want um, photos that make them feel like they look like they're from a magazine. Some people, some people want photos of them having fun with their guests. Everybody's core desire for their photos is very, very different. And you need to figure out the clients that match what you're offering. Mm. So rather than just saying, well, I I don't really know what they want. Think about what you're good at. And then think about what kind of person would want those photos and why they would want them. So the more specific you can get, the more empathy you're going to build because you're going to be able to relate to them. And the client experience isn't just when you're on the phone talking with them and then after they book you and then what you do for them. It's the experience they have with your brand from the first time they hear about you, mm-hmm. from the first time they land on your Instagram page or your website, um, the first email that they get from you. Your experience starts from the second they know who you are. So the more empathy you can build into your copy and marketing before they even get to you, the person, the more understood they're going to feel and the more they're going to trust you right away. This is, this is a question that you should be asking yourself, considering every single touch point that you have, mm-hmm. even on the session, like the, of the, 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 the photo shoot itself, for example, like the way that I show up on a wedding day, it, it changes based on like where like the client is emotionally at, at that stage. I'm really trying mm-hmm. to empathize where they would be how they're feeling right now. And then I'm matching that energy. Like, so one of my, uh, we'll say it's a rule. It's a soft rule that I have is for my second photographers, for myself, when I show up first thing on a wedding day, I don't bring in any gear. Have you ever been to a session? Maybe you have a, you're a videographer or you're a photographer and the other team comes in and they like almost, it's almost like they burst through the door and they're just like stands everywhere. They're rolling in all these yeah. cases. <laughs> they're covered in all this kind of stuff. And they just kind of like, they like throw the lens right up in the face of the client and just like everything is just so intense. Mm-hmm. Like my rule is everything stays at the car, everything. And I walk in without anything at all. Just, and I say, hi, I, right. I just wanted to come in and say, good morning. I'm really excited to be here with you today. Uh, and I just connect nothing on me. No. And I'm saying, I mean, I, I don't need anything from you is what I tell them. I don't need anything. From That's you. a great rule, Ben. I'm going to step back to my, my vehicle and just get all my stuff. I just wanted you to know I'm here and um, you, you enjoy your morning and I'm yeah. just going to be in the background doing the thing. And so it's and like it humanizes you yes. like rather than just a vendor in their face, like a tactical team coming in to like work a job. <laughs> yes. Like you're just saying hello and connecting with them. Like you initially did. Yes. And, and listen, there's this, there's this principle called the bookend principle. And the bookend principle is that people remember the first experience that they have with you. And the last experience, mm-hmm. wedding photographers, porch photographers, anybody, they will remember how it began and they will remember how it ended. Okay. When we're talking about giving people an incredible client experience, what, what they're going to recall when they're writing reviews about you, they're going to recall most, not only, but most how it began and how it ended. And they're going to summarize the whole day based on those two things. And so mm-hmm. I always am trying to just consider where are they at in the beginning and how can I really make sure that when I meet them there, it's just all so much good juju. Mm-hmm. It also gives you a minute as the photographer to take the beat of the room and then use your walk back to your car to figure out what headspace you need to be in. Yeah. Because if it's a really stressful situation that you're walking into, you might like the three minutes it takes to go get your gear to figure out, hey, that dynamic between her and her mom is real awkward. How am I going to handle that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so like it's that is brilliant on multiple levels. Everyone should steal that. <laughs> 
Uh, that's, that's just one of those things that like you, you, you pick up after doing it for 10 years. You're like, yeah, wow, yeah. when I showed up that morning, that was a little intense. Like I didn't yes. felt like it threw <laughs> things off. You know what I mean? Like um, with my lens cap off, ready to go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, when we're talking about client experience, the client experience continues even into when there's problems, having, giving someone the ultimate client experience doesn't mean that it's, it's absent of problems. And when I say right. problems, maybe those problems show up as objections. Maybe they show up mm -hmm. as pushback or potentially complaints, frustrations, disappointment, questions about a mm -hmm. contract. Or like, what is this? I don't understand. I thought it was this and now it's this. Um, the, the client experience isn't just making sure that you, you don't ever encounter those things. Listen, you're going to encounter them. Giving some of the ultimate client experience also means that when frustrations happen, when disappointment occurs, how do you handle it? Because you mm -hmm. can handle it in a way that preserves the relationship and preserves the client experience, even in the midst of a, a frustration or a complaint. And one of the things when I, when I say the word empathy, I, I find it real hard uh, to, to, to deeply connect with people, to empathize with them and understand where they're coming from uh, through email. And mm -hmm. so my encouragement is when frustrations, questions, objections, whatever has come up, um, my encouragement would be to pick up the phone and to not uh, be on the offense to explain and to justify all the reasons why it's not your fault or whatever, but to just listen, to start with just understanding, you know, and if you can start with that and have uh, give the, the client the space to just express all the things it's amazing how much all of the prepared statements that I was going to give no longer even apply. Um, right. So, you know, or, or oftentimes will no longer even apply, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I just want to encourage y'all pick up the phone and like, um, just, just listen, Hey, I just wanted to better understand. I got the email that you sent yeah, and, um, I wanted to better understand, you know, uh, what's going on. So can mm -hmm. you tell me a little bit more. I, I'm hearing that you're, you're, um, looking for some certain photographs and, and there's some frustration. Talk to me about this. Yeah. And if you understand it well and you empathize well with what they're saying, you have the opportunity to turn that frustration into a reason they love you even more. Yes. Like sometimes my clients that have been frustrated through the process, the way we fixed it wins them back over times 10. Mm -hmm. So uh, just be very aware of that. That frustration doesn't mean they hate you and they'll never love you again. Frustration <laughs> just means you have something to fix and all usually all you have to do is listen and it fixes it. Yes, 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 yes. Number two, let's get to number two. Rachel, do you want to you chat yeah. about number two? Um, yeah, uh, we wanted to talk about consistency because we all know that the best referrals are word of mouth ones. So when you are inconsistent in your process and people come in expecting something different than you deliver, that's the quickest way to lose trust. Mm. And a good client experience is just to keep their trust the whole time and to follow through on the things that you say you're going to do. And so consistency, people might be comparing their experience to someone else that they know worked with you, or they are comparing their experience to what you said you were going to do. Mm. And you need to be consistent on all levels. And if it's not going to be consistent, that's okay as long as it's communicated and they have accepted that change. So consistency is really just being true to your word. And I have been very frustrated with some of my clients, photographers, because it seems to be something that's hard for a lot of people mm -hmm. to just say, look, do what they said they were going to do. Um, Cause I think a lot of people love to promise things to make a sale and it's fine if you want to promise some things, but you have to deliver on them. Otherwise that is going to be the last thing that people remember. 
like Ben was talking about the first and the last. Well, they said that they were going to deliver the photos within six weeks and it actually turned out to be 12. That is exactly what they're going to tell people. Does not matter how much they love the photos. And so consistency is pretty crucial when it comes to client experience. Yeah. You know, we, we all talk about word of mouth marketing and, and just as much as there's word of mouth marketing, uh, there's also negative word of mouth marketing. And, and mm-hmm. one of the quickest ways to create it is uh, inconsistency in both your, your words and your actions or from one client to another. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if your client experience is not repeatable and consistent, every for every person then mm-hmm. it is a disappointment waiting to happen and so yeah. this is where you know crms really come in handy where yes. you start looking at um okay what are all the things that you want to do for people what are all the the things that you'd love to create the experiences you love to create and then to take a look at at the tools that you have available what what can be uh, automated Mm-hmm. what could be systematized to make sure that it doesn't slip through the cracks. Cause not everything can be automated or should be automated, but you mm-hmm. can systematize things um, usually using CRMs uh, to make sure that it doesn't just like disappear off your plate. Um, what are the processes that, that need to be put in place in order to make sure that every single client gets the exact same experience. And I got to tell you uh, the, the, the places that I see this most often going awry are well-meaning photographers who they shoot right. for the moon with their client experience. You know, mm-hmm. it's the, it's the stuff like each person who books, they're going to get, I'm going to do a, I'm going to make them a, a watercolor painting. I'm going to wrap yes. it in wildflower, <laughs> uh, a ribbon. And, yeah. and then I'm going to, I'm going to mail it to them. Mm-hmm. And, um, and no, I'm going to hand deliver it, hand deliver it. Yeah, <laughs> and they do this, you know, and they, they do this for a season or, or for a few people. And then it's like, it's okay, great. And now how do you, how do you keep up with this? You mm-hmm. know, like things start to pick up and get going. Um, and so, uh, that's it. Just like, look at all the things that you want to do. Great. Now, how are you going to make sure that they get done. Maybe it's bringing in support, help, a virtual assistant, uh, bringing in a, a neighborhood kid to help wrap these things. Like, I don't know what it is, but you've got to make sure that you've got systems, automations, and processes mm-hmm. in place uh, to guarantee consistency across the board. And it's not worth sacrificing the important stuff for the non-important stuff. What does that like, mean? It is not worth sacrificing. I keep coming back to delivery timelines because I feel like I've been hearing a lot about it lately, but it's not worth being late on your photo delivery because you had to make a water flower or watercolor painting of someone like all those extras, like the gifts that you give and the touch points that make it feel a little bit more luxury. Those are great. They are not necessary. It is necessary to fulfill the minimum requirement Mm. of what you want to deliver. So don't like cut into the necessary things that you said you were going to do just to make something a little more fun for your client. Does that make sense? I, what I'm hearing and you correct me if I'm wrong, what I'm hearing you say is that a, a good consistent client experience yeah. is better than an extravagant, inconsistent client experience. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yep. Because people are not going to remember the watercolor painting as much as they will remember. She did exactly what she said and we could not have been more happy. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Well, they'll remember the watercolor painting, but they'll also remember that it took you uh, eight more weeks to get the pictures. <laughs> yeah, it's like, well, exactly. we got this great yeah, watercolor exactly. painting and where are my photographs? <laughs> <laughs> and also she's very late. Uh, yeah. Uh, so number three, and this kind of falls in line with this, but, but transparency um, and transparency shows up. Transparency shows up in a couple ways. One of the, one of the ways that transparency shows up is in your, um, 
in your whole process, this is almost getting into like business ethics of, of sorts, but like when someone uh, connects with you, they, they, they decide to book you that there's no point in this process that it feels like a gotcha where it mm -hmm. feels like, Oh, I didn't, I got it. I didn't know that. And, and I see this happen a lot with, uh, IPS photographers. This mm -hmm. is not, um, this does not mean that, that IPS photographers are always untransparent by the way, but it just, mm -hmm. because, uh, because you have to be so clear if you're ever the slightest bit, not clear, it feels like that. And, and mm -hmm. when I say the slightest bit, not clear, um, by the way, I should rewind IPS photographers in person sales. This is where you, you sell the session fee, but mm -hmm. without any photographs. And then the client only purchases the photographs that they, that they really want. They would come back mm -hmm. for a reveal of the images and then they individually purchase those. And I see this happen a lot, right? I see this happen with model calls, that kind of stuff where the client, they, they, they didn't understand. And right. there feels like there's a lack of transparency. And again, photographers, I know that you're not out there trying to do this. Like right. you're thinking to yourself, but I emailed them. How many times? How many times did you tell them? Because I'm telling you, yeah. they need to hear it. Like they just need to hear it at every touch point. Like they mm -hmm. need to continually mm -hmm. rehear this stuff. Um, because they're not going to read one email. Yeah. Like people don't read things. Yeah. And then they're going to blame you for them not reading it. Mm. So if you can say, well, I actually told you three times, like <laughs> that's going to feel, and like you have record of all the times that you told them, not that you're saying like, I'm proving it, but you're going to feel a lot better about what you're offering. If you can say like, I repeated this over and over again. Yes. Yep. And, and alongside transparency, um, there's also, uh, I, I would, I would, lump this into transparency of like the transparency of the process of what you're doing. Like the client should always feel um, like there's clear expectations at every single stage as transitions into the next. I think a lot of times we, we miss this because we set the expectation for what is happening right now, right? Like, so right now in this phone call, let's say we're meeting with a client right on the phone call. Mm -hmm. The expectation is you want, you know, would you like to book? Would you not want to book? You guys think on it, you know, let me know but there's no transition into the next kind of phase of the relationship or maybe we 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 do book them great so now what is the expectation because if the client is ever in a stage where they would be wondering i wonder what's next like i wonder right. when ben's going to get back in touch with me like mm -hmm. like listeners have you ever been in a situation where you've you've worked with someone you've hired someone and then you're sitting there home and you're like i wonder what we do now that we just, mm -hmm. you know, that we just did this and we just hired this designer or whatever, like what happens now that is a, a, a lack of communication. And so mm -hmm. my favorite phrase that I say at every single touch point that I have with my clients. Okay. Every single touch point is I always conclude it with the next steps are, mm -hmm. If mm -hmm. it's an email, I will conclude the email with the next steps are we're going to be hard at work obsessing over every photograph and mm -hmm. we'll see you back in, in two to three weeks. We have you scheduled yeah. for, you know, whatever it is or from the phone with, with the client and we're going over their timeline before the wedding day. I would end that call with the next steps are mm -hmm. I'm going to be preparing all my gear, having everything set up and ready to go. I will arrive at 8 a.m. that morning and uh, come up and say good morning to you. Can I bring you a coffee? Like that is even right. that is that is the next step. Is like just every single touch point you have, the next steps are. Totally. And this is something that like revolutionized our business. 
when someone books us, the first thing we do is send them an email called schedule of events with green chair stories. And mm-hmm. it has every single important event happening through the timeline and the date it will happen on. And I say, you can refer back to this if you ever, ever have any question about what's coming next and when, and it tells them every single step and what they need to worry about and what we need to worry about. Mm. That way they can just search schedule of events and it comes up in their email. I love that. Um, my friends, if you can hit on these three things, you can yeah, empathy, consistency, transparency, managing expectations. This is the core of, of creating an incredible client experience. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, and all it takes is just looking cause it just takes one little area, one little mm-hmm. kind of misstep and it can really sour things so yeah. quickly, you know, um, it's everything else could be just rocking, but like mm-hmm. one, one of these little missteps and, um, and so check, check it, check your, check yeah. your experience against all these things. Where could you be more consistent? Where could you be more transparent? Where could you connect and relate to the client just a little bit mm-hmm. more? Cause if you dial this in, it makes all the difference. Yeah. And the reverse of that is if you do this well, this is what will get you referred. Your photos oftentimes are not the thing that is getting you referred. It is how helpful you were. It is how, what a resource you were to people. It was how you made them feel on their day or at their session or through their photos. But client experience is what will get you referred no matter what business you're in, but especially as a photographer, especially if you're with someone on one of the most important days of their life. Yep. And so once you take this and you dial it in for your, your clients, I want to then encourage you to take this same structure and dial this in for the other businesses that you would want to be partnering with, right? How mm-hmm. could you empathize with, uh, with them? How could you become more consistent with their expectations and transparent with, and managing expectations for when they're going to receive images and what that partnership might look like, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. The same thing applies. So, um, Hey, thanks for tuning in everybody. This has been really fun just, uh, chatting all together. Uh, I think, uh, yeah, maybe here in the next couple weeks, we'll, we'll pull up some more of those kind of auditing questions heading into yeah. a, a what, what would you call it, Rachel? You said like a build, dream, plan phase. What did you call it? I always call it reflecting and planning. I like that. That's my, I like that. It's backwards and forwards. Yeah. Looking back and we're looking forward. I love that. Let's do that next episode. Hey, until then, everybody, keep showing up. And be kind to yourself. Bye now.